ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus, our Lord and our Savior, to family, friends, and foes, and, and yes, even foes in the family, and so-called friends who are foes, and to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial, family, evangelistic service, family members, my beloved. This is Daniel White the Third, President of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House Daily Reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 529, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true non-fiction story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Today we are reading Second Chronicles chapter 5 verses 8 through 14. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we praise you and we thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace toward such wretched and uh, depraved people as we are. Lord, our pride does not want to admit that, but it is so true. And so we praise you and we thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who paid our sin debt on the cross. He died, was buried, and rose on the third day. We thank you for him, we thank you for your Holy Spirit, and we thank you for your Holy Word. And Holy Father God, we, hopefully, we all individually confess our sins, our faults, and our failures for those of us who are truly born again, believers in Christ. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our sins, our faults, and our failures. As we from our hearts, by your grace, forgive those who have sinned against us, crucify and crush our flesh and the old man within us and fill us with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing of your Holy Spirit. And Lord, give us your energy and your strength, your unction and your anointing to read your Holy Word, to pray, to teach your Holy Word, to preach your Holy Word, and to preach your Holy Gospel. And we pray that in the end, lost people would come to know your Savior 
and Christians will be revived and your holy name glorified. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for our sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible at Second Chronicles chapter 5, verses 8 through 14. For the cherubims spread forth their wings over the place of the ark, and the cherubims covered the ark, and the staves thereof above. And they drew out the staves of the ark, that the ends of the staves were seen from the ark before the oracle. But they were not seen without, and there it is unto this day. There was nothing in the ark save the two tables which Moses put therein at Horeb when the Lord made a covenant with the children of Israel when they came out of Egypt. And it came to pass when the priests were come out of the holy place for all the priests that were present were sanctified and did not then wait by course. Also the Levites which were the singers all of them of Asaph, of Heman, of Jedidon, Jeduthun, with their sons and their brethren, being arrayed in white linen, having cymbals and psalteries and hops, stood at the east end of the altar, and with them an hundred and twenty priests sounding with trumpets. It came even to pass as the trumpeters and singers were as one, to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music, and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. that then the house was filled with a cloud, even the house of the Lord, so that the priests could not stand to minister by reason of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord had filled the house of God. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for your holy word. And Lord, I pray that you will help us 
to obey your holy word and to do your will. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray and forsake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family and among the friends. And to the standing between the living and the dead. My beloved, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International, with the scripture and the sense. Podcast episode number 966 where I simply read the Word of God and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source such as the Bible Knowledge Commentary, the BKC, or Matthew Henry, the Matthew Henry Commentary, or some other reputable commentary. This podcast is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 8, where it says, Ezra and the Levites read in the book, in the law of God, distinctly, and gave the sense, and caused them to understand the reading. The aim of this podcast is that through the simple reading of the word of God, and the giving of the sense of it, it is my humble prayer that the church would be revived and that the world would be awakened. Today, dear friends, we are reading Malachi chapter 2, verse 14. Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for your holy word. Open our eyes and our ears and help us to understand your holy word and to apply it to our lives. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Today we're reading Malachi chapter 2 verse 14. Yet ye say, Wherefore, because the Lord hath been witness between thee and the wife of thy youth, against whom thou hast dealt treacherously, yet is she thy companion and the wife of thy covenant. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, we just read in your hearing Malachi chapter 2 verse 14. Now here is the sense of it, here is the understanding of it, now here is the sense of it with the help of the Holy Ghost and with the BKC. Again Malachi stressed the Israelites' spiritual insensitivity, since they surprisingly could not imagine what the problem was, you ask why? The prophet had to spell it out for them. 
the Lord was acting as the witness between such a man and his wife with whom he had broken faith, that is, whom he had divorced. This witness may have been in a legal sense or in a general sense, depending on the covenant referred to. If it is to be taken in a legal sense, then the Lord, <coughs> pardon me, then the Lord was called on to be a witness and a judge in a legal agreement, as was sometimes done among the ancients. If Baritica means your marriage covenant, NIV, then the Lord's witness will have this legal sense. He was the witness of the marriage covenant between the man and woman. <clears throat> However, the word Baritica, literally your covenant, could conceivably refer to the covenant between God and Israel. In that case, the Lord was a witness in the general sense that he knows all that he knows all that happens then the wife of your marriage covenant would refer to the fact that she was chosen from among the covenant people while the preceding context seems to support this second interpretation the statement, she is your partner, seems to emphasize the marriage relationship itself. Most likely, the word covenant refers to both the national covenant between God and Israel and the marriage covenant of individuals. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we praise you and we thank you for this time together around your holy word. Thank you for continuing to teach us throughout our Christian life. Help us to love your holy word so much that we would obey it to prove our love for you, Lord Jesus Christ. For you said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Help us to do just that by your grace and by the power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. And for your sake, amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, uh, we move to what I have dubbed the family verses that are so necessary today. And so important uh, because you see, dear friends, nothing will discombobulate your life uh, like family issues if you uh, don't do what God tells you to do. And let me say to 
uh, mommy and daddy, uh, husband and wife, uh, when it comes down to your family, you must leave it all on the field. You, you, you've got to give it all you, you've got. Uh, and you need to depend upon the Lord to help you. Uh, and uh, with that said, uh, what I'm trying to get to is I want you to understand that under God, you need to do your part. I cannot emphasize that enough to you because the years of your family life are going to roll around very fast and so many millions of Americans who got caught up in the American way and not God's way is all a blur to you, to these people. They have not enjoyed the deep blessings of raising a family and uh, and you can't get those years back the people who have done this and they will tell you they regret not leaving it all on the field uh, they regret not being the husband the wife the father the mother uh, and missing a whole lot of their children's lives. How? Why? Well, uh, running them to ballet, running them to football, baseball, basketball, daycare, uh, no care, somebody else's house, latchkey children, who go home in the afternoon after school by themselves and watch devilish shows, uh, even like I did when I was growing up. No structure, and no goal set, and your, cho your children just wander, not being around their parents, not knowing their parents, parents not knowing where, where their children are, and not knowing what they're doing. That's the American way of raising children and it's damnable. Quite frankly. And when you when, when that child walks out that door, your heart will be broken forever. Because you don't even know that child and that child does not know you. And that is the way it is with my wife, but that is not the way it is with me. I know my children and they know me. I was with them from the time they were born until they left. They never went to daycare. I made my wife help homeschool the children. Uh, I made her do the bulk of the work. And uh, she didn't want to, but I made her do it. She wanted them to go to public school. And I said, no, we're going to homeschool our children. She was the daycare, the kindergarten, and the elementary school, middle school, uh, high school, and college. Bunk. Uh, 
the American way. To hell with the American way, people. I don't, I don't care less. It's, it's, it's nothing. I was raised up the American way. The American dream way. Where the daddy had a two or three jobs. Mommy had two or three jobs. And everybody... You know, we we never see we never see each other. We we never we're supposed to be a Christian family. We never prayed together, never read the Bible together. And everybody was occupied with everything else in the world and and and, and mommy and daddy had no clue what I was doing and where I was. It's a miracle that we made it. Seriously. And so I want, I want to make that clear to you. Okay, so what I'm saying to you is you might want to downsize. And, if, uh, and I cannot imagine a better time to downsize. Get you a little uh, ranch house out there somewhere, something that you can pay for. And you stay home and you raise your children and you talk to your children. You look them in the eyeballs as they're growing up. And you, you make sure a husband, father wife, mother, there's no mess going on with your children, no foolishness, and, 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 uh, and you protect the little ones from the older ones, that's right, that's what I said, you protect the little ones from the older ones, if, if, if the little one is crying about something, you take that little one's side, and you find out what's going on, and if, if, if she's not the, the uh, innocent one, then you deal with her or him. Okay, well, you need to be there to be the referee and make sure everything is done properly. And as, as, as husband and father, you are over your wife. She's not over you and she's not your equal. You make her, you make her understand that she d needs to do her job. Okay? And later for all of that foolishness, she's the queen bee and she's the, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy, happy wife happy life I have cast that back into hell uh, where uh, Satan gave it to you <laughs> nothing but foolishness no you're in charge sir it needs to go your way not her way okay now if you have a good virtuous w woman that you can trust then that's a and she's gonna do her job because she's saved and she knows Jesus and she's going to love her, your children properly and take care of the household properly because of her love for Jesus, then you'll be all right. And you can give her more leeway. But if you got a wife that uh, is not trustworthy and not dependable, you need to be on top of that situation and make her do her job. Don't worry about where she may leave me. You don't need her if she's if you got you can't tell her what to do, man. You understand me? She's there to help you. You hired her on. Did she ask you to marry her, or did you ask her to marry you? Huh? Who's in charge here? You hired her on to help you do what God wants you to do, including raising those children. And God is watching between you. Don't worry about it. God knows who's wrong and who's right. And God will deal with whoever he needs to deal with. You can bank on that. If she wants to run, run uh, out into the street and lie on you and everything, let her go. You don't need her, man. You, you married the wrong one. 
see and so you 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 make sure she does her job as a wife and a, and a mother that's your job okay and God wants you to do your job too yeah, yeah that's right he gave you the authority to do the job and he gave you the love in your heart to do it and it takes both so I just wanted to share that with you Ephesians 6 1 through 3 children obey your parents in the Lord for this is right this is not a uh, maybe so situation just do it and God will bless you however you have people in this world uh, wives and children in this world uh, and men who don't obey Jesus don't obey God who foolishly think that God's going to bless them uh, whether they do good or not and I have news for you that's not happening <laughs> I can tell you that right now you, you're wasting your life and wasting your time you, you people who think that God's going to bless you and provide for you and do this for you when you want to obey him and show love and respect to him you don't know God my friend you, don't, you have never met God if you think that way or you're not, at least you're not growing in God, in the Lord. Okay, this goes for children, young people. If you're saved, if a child is saved, if a, an adult is saved, they ought to be growing in the Lord, and, and you ought to see some of the fruit of the Lord in their lives. We shall know them by their fruits. How they act, how they behave. Dr. John Piper mentioned re recently that many pastors don't preach on holiness because they don't live holy lives. So they don't want to preach on it. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. And that's all I'm going to say about it today. Let's pray for other families and other people. By the grace of God, by the power of the Holy Spirit of God, for the glory of God. Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for those families that don't know your Savior. We pray for those families that do help them to obey your holy word, to get saved and to obey. Help fathers to make sure everybody in the family is saved, for they're the pastor of that family. Lord God in heaven, we pray for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving and the mourning all around the world. And Holy Father God, I pray for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving around the world, across this country, in our communities, in our churches, in our families, and in our lives. I pray also, Lord, for all people who name the name of Christ uh, or Christians, Lord, uh, have mercy and grace upon such wretched people as we are. 
and forgive us of our gross sins of disobeying your great commandment and disobeying your great commitment or commission. And Lord, we don't have a great commitment to you either. So please forgive us of that. And Lord, we pray that you'll help us to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and to get back to you, our first love. And Holy Father God, we pray for all people who are in the ministry of government, from the President of the United States on down and around the world, to all government ministers, and we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And we pray, Lord, for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved. Uh, and, uh, Lord, we pray that you'll cast the devil and the demons of hell out of the people who have that problem, so that they would guide us according to your word to live a peaceful and quiet life. And, Holy Father God, we pray for the protection of all of your Christian people who are being persecuted around the world and even in America. And, Lord, I pray that you would keep them, protect them, and uh, encourage them and prepare them by giving them your grace for their trying hours and difficult times and even their dying hours, if, if that be their dying hour, if that be your will for their lives. And Holy Father God, we pray uh, again, Lord, for the millions who are hurting from the coronavirus plague and from war. And we pray, Lord, that you would comfort all of those people and comfort the few that we have here to pray over by name as well and draw them to yourself for salvation. Lord, we pray for the family and friends of Florida teacher Logan Hurst. We pray for the family and friends of Tennessee radio host Dave Hall. We pray for the family and friends of Florida resident Megan Alexandra Blankenbiller. We pray for the family and friends of Florida resident Jessica Six. And we pray for the family and friends of Tennessee bus driver Tammy Sims Murphy. And Holy Father God, we pray, Lord, for all of the prayer requests. And we pray and do not forget the thousands of folks who've sent in prayer requests down through the years. Thank you for hearing and answering our prayers uh, down through the years. And we pray even now, Lord, for the salvation and spiritual family and life, financial and material protection and provision, mental and physical blessings. Lord, upon all of the folks that we have prayed for in the past, and Lord, help us to help them to pray for themselves and help us to continue to pray for them. We pray for some new prayer requests now and some new people. We pray, Lord, for Jillian. Please give her guidance, direction, purpose. Show her what her calling is. Give her wisdom, confidence, support, and new opportunities regarding lifestyle in all relationships. Protect her from spiritual attacks. Deliver her from unclean spirits. 
and any curses help her to be closer connected to you, Lord Jesus. We pray for Franco, save his soul and be with him. We pray for Jensen, please deliver him from all psychological problems, satanic evil spirits, fear, anxiety, depression, and curses. Anoint him with your Holy Spirit and bless him abundantly. And Holy Father God, we pray for all of the people who have gotten saved through the ministry and all of the people who have rededicated their life through the ministry. Help these to grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith. We pray for Keith, Carrie, Cairo, Jafet, and Vincent. And Lord, we pray for Emmy, Mohan, uh, Ag, Benla, Sherb, uh, Karsanathi. We commit these souls into your hands and let your will be done in their lives and in all of our lives. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for our sake. Amen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being with us uh, throughout this time, uh, this standing between the living and the dead uh, devotional service. Uh, continue to pray for me as I have to preach here shortly and uh, as you know if you have a prayer request we'll be glad to pray for you lay aside the pride and ask for somebody to pray for you and to help you in Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake amen make sure you pray without ceasing make sure you obey the word of God meditate on the word of God and do God's will and he'll bless you real good. God bless you, dear friend. Until next time, I have to go and preach now. I hope to see you there. Now, dear friend, if you are with us today, if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, John 3.16 states, For God so loved the world. These are the words of Jesus Christ. God so loved the world. That means that if you are in this world, God loves you. That he gave his only begotten son, God gave up his only begotten son to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for your sins. He shed innocent blood on the cross for your sins because Jesus Christ never committed a sin in word, in thought, in attitude, or in deed. Yes, you can have a sinful attitude. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son up to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for our sins, however, our lies, our stealing, our lusting after people and things, coveting after people and things, what other people have, our disrespect and dishonor and disobedience and having bad attitudes towards our parents, our taking God's name in vain and so many other sins. These are just five of the Ten Commandments. If we have broke one of them, we have broken the whole law according to the Bible. Jesus died for all of our wickedness and all of our sins. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, he was speaking of himself, that whosoever believeth in him 
The word whosoever means anybody at any time. The word believeth means to trust in, to have faith in him, Jesus Christ. Should not perish, that is, you will not go to hell, but have everlasting life. So, dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ today so that you can be saved from the torments of hell. For the Bible teaches that once you die unsaved, if you die without believing in Christ, you will immediately wake up in the torments of hell. If you want to avoid that and wake up in heaven and in the arms of Jesus Christ, if you will, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ down here. For the Bible says in Romans 10, 9 and 13, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever, whosoever, that, there's that word again, whosoever, anybody at any time, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. It's very simple to be saved, very easy to be saved, contrary to what people will tell you. You don't have to be in a church building to get saved. You don't have to join a church to get saved. You don't have to get baptized to get saved. You don't have to give any money to the church to get saved. You don't have to shake the preacher's hand. You don't have to raise your hand. You don't have to walk down the aisle. You don't have to do anything to get saved, but believe in Jesus Christ and call on his name and pray and ask him to save you. And he will do so, my beloved. If he did it for me, he'll do it for you. So believe in your heart. Only you can do that. That Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day. Pray with me the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God in heaven, I acknowledge that I am a wicked sinner. And I admit that I have broken your Ten Commandments. I have indeed committed some of those sins that were mentioned earlier by the preacher. And Holy Father God, I admit that I deserve to go to hell just like a criminal deserves to go to jail. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my crimes and sins. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and uh, into my spirit and save my soul. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day, and Lord, I, don't, I do not understand it all, but I thank you for it all. And I believe it all. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul. And change my life. 
Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And help me to truly repent of my sins past. And to truly repent of my sins present. And to turn from my evil life. And to follow you, Lord Jesus, in the new life. For it is in your name I do pray. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you just believed in the Lord Jesus Christ with all of your heart as your Lord and Savior, and you prayed that prayer with me and you meant it from your heart, I declare to you that based upon the Word of God, the Holy Bible, that I just shared with you, you are now saved from hell and you're on your way to heaven. Welcome to the family of God, dear friend. I want to congratulate you on doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ Jesus, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled what to do after you enter through the door Jesus Christ said in John chapter 10 verse 9 uh, and this is what the book title is based on I am the door Jesus Christ said by me if any man enter in he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture ladies and gentlemen until next time may the Lord bless you and keep you is my prayer.